Welcome to the Narc Reality Show. This is the Narcissist. I invite you to come escape your reality as I retell the story of my life through the eyes of a grandiose narcissist. Thank you very much. Enjoy. I've always been the savior, the hero, the one everybody should follow, the one everybody should listen to, if they knew it was good for them. This brings me to probably my third narcissistic collapse. When the wells dry up, You have to make a change. For me, I would change from a more grandiose form of narcissism, an extroverted narcissism, to a more introverted narcissism. A covert narcissist. My happy savior narcissist. My love of God narcissist. I was in the monastery with the nuns for ten days before they sent me off to be a volunteer. for another Catholic organization there in Tijuana, which I never escaped. Before I left the monastery, I went to something called confession. It's where you tell all your sins to the priest. Problem was I hadn't been so long I didn't even know what sins were. But he took care of that for me. And after five years of not going to confession, I floated out of that confessional. I felt like I was on cloud nine. When I thought what I had was depression, I used to tell people what I thought depression was like. Like being in a hole in the ground and not knowing you're in there. Narcissism is so much worse. Narcissism expresses itself in so many different ways. It's often confused for oppression or anxiety or a myriad of other mental health issues. But at its core, it's a person outside of reality.
unable to deal with anything. But now I had been washed clean of my nameable sins. And I decided to change again. This time, I was going to be the good guy, the hero, the savior, the one who would help everybody, be the example I was born to be, and lead all the slaves to freedom. I finally had the reason to live. I finally had the reason to rule the world. I was going to use the new gift I found in Catholicism to do it. I had found the truth. And it was somebody I could use to convince other people to follow me. No matter what it took. And usually, it's a very little bit of lie mixed in with truth. That still sounds a lot like truth. And most people aren't looking for lies. They take you at your word. What you say sounds so good. So why not believe and trust you? Why not follow you? And that's what I did in Mexico for a little while. Well, let's take a little break now. All right. Imagine you're a foreigner in a foreign land. You've learned the language of the people and you are there to serve them. You're there to build their house, to help them, to play with them. You're there because they need your help. They don't have everything that you had growing up. And you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Even better. Because you're a good person. And you know. You know this to be true. And you love it. You live for it. It feels great. 
smiles on children's faces, mothers thanking you, fathers respecting you, everyone around you approving of what you're doing. You're on good behavior. You're behaving very well. Practicing the faith, being an example, edifying the people who watch you. You bow low, you sing loud, you do everything you're supposed to, and it feels great. But it's all a lie, and it's exhausting staying at that pace. You can feel yourself slowly and surely falling away. You can't keep it up, because it's all you, because it's not real. It's another reality that you've made up for yourself. And you've tried, you've tried hard to keep up the facade. You've worked at it, but it's too much for you. You're exhausted. And so you find somebody to blame. It's the people I'm around that caused me to fall away. The bad influences. The other guy, you know, him. He made it too hard to keep up. He didn't give me the opportunities I needed to stay faithful. It's his fault. It's everybody's fault. Everybody but you. And so, you revert to your grandiose ways, unbeknownst to you. You reason you justify everything. It's not that bad. I'm not that bad. You never even think that. In fact, you think it's good. You think it's healthy. Drink as much as you want. Treat other foreigners as poorly as you want. The people that you serve still love you, so keep up that pretty facade you put on when you're there. But when you come back to your roost, where everybody else is, you can be you, unabashed, without shame, hurt who you want when you want, 
drink what you want when you want, do what you want when you want, and make sure everybody else knows who's boss, your boss. If they were smart, they'd follow you, and if they were even smarter, they'd serve you. Because you know what's best for them, you can teach them, you can help them. They don't know what to do in this foreign land, you've been there longer. You can guide them, give them hope, give them strength. And so they take a little abuse. Suffering is part of purification. You're doing God's work. Better yet, you're doing God's will. Just keep it up. Just keep doing what you're doing. Time for another short break. Alright, part of my work where I was, was to guard the gate and make sure nobody parked too close to it so that people could get in and out with their vehicles. Every Sunday there was a, a market set up and the market would always try and get too close to the gate. It was a constant, I guess you could say, battle. But this particular Sunday, they got way too close. So myself and a couple other guys were sent down to help them move their tents. When we got down there, all hell broke loose. My boss was talking to the boss of the market. Everything was going well. And because I was the gatekeeper, I knew most of the people who had set up in front of us. So I was in the tent talking with them. Suddenly, there was yelling. And a swarm of about five foot nothing guys came out of nowhere. And we were standing in a small crowd. And the yelling turned into punching. And one of the guys that I had walked down the hill with to the gate disappeared in the crowd. Another large man had come, and they were grappling. I stood easily a foot above any of the tallest guy there. So I waded through the crowd, and they parted like the Red Sea. And I looked down, and I grabbed the big guy who was now on top of my friend I grabbed him 
and a chokehold around his neck, and I yanked him off of him, and I yanked him so hard, then I slammed him into the ground beside me. All of a sudden I started feeling kicks and punches on my back. And they were saying, get off of him, get off of him. So I let go of him and I popped up. And again, they parted in all directions. I went over and my friend was already standing again. And my other friend had collected him. And we kind of squared off against the crowd and backed up. And the big guy didn't like that I manhandled him so easily. So he came over to fight with me. But the best he could do was give me a little kick on the side. But instead of beating, to, beating him to a pulp right there, my boss said no. Let's get out of here. So up the hill we went. Well, I was the hero that day. I saved the other guy from getting beat up on the ground. And a great story to tell. And I told it. We all told it. Over and over. We sat around boasting about our fight with the crowd and our victory because shortly after they moved and everything went back to normal and everything was fun in Mexico the beer was fun the dancing was fun the fighting was fun. The tequila was fun. I remember going to a swimming pool of a rich man. He had a tequila so fine it was unbranded, his own personal stock. The best tequila I'd ever tasted or probably will ever taste in my entire life. I got so drunk and so full of tacos and I didn't put any suntan lotion on and I burnt and I burnt to a char all day in the sun I was so dark everything peeled and when we got home I puked up all those tacos and all that tequila in front of everybody I made a huge mess and they put me to bed. And they said, oh man, there he goes again. And then we never spoke about the drunkenness again. Just the victories, always the victories. That's all I ever talked about were the victories. Because I was never defeated. It was always somebody else's fault. Everything in Mexico is fun. Except for Mexican jail.
Mexican jail is a terrible place to have been. Talk to you soon.